Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. And now. And now. Back to Hale Varsity Radio. Back with you, it's Hale Varsity presented by Currency. Chris Schmidt, Elijah Herbal, Connor Clark. Talking Adrian Martinez, his pro prospects. Uh, the New Jersey Generals have his rights. He still has a chance to go uh, make it happen in the NFL. I think there's uh, a ton of teams that are probably going to have intrigue. We'll see if if Adrian can check out medically, and I think he will, but there's just a lot of injury history, but he could be a steal for somebody. Well, the question I don't know is, can you go play in the USFL and still keep your name in the NFL draft? That's a question that I've been trying to figure out, and I can't quite figure it out. So can he go play with the Generals and then get drafted, which would be midway through the season, I think? Is that possible? It wouldn't make much sense from an NFL perspective. I don't think you'd want a guy who is risking himself for another professional football team to even throw a draft pick at that guy, but is that even still possible? That's, that's something I don't know. Unclear. I just know they have his rights. Yes. He may want to see where things go NFL-wise before making a decision with the USFL. And I believe the rights also entail it. It could just be a one-year contract mm-hmm. for Adrian. So you get drafted, play a year, and then say, my contract's up. I'm going to go try to make it in the NFL. And if it doesn't work I out, I can no come back next year. earthly idea what second-round contract dollars and signing bonuses are for the USFL. I'd venture to say it's not as much as you can make an NIL at Nebraska. I'd no. venture to say. But he's probably got a good But I'd, I'd venture to say it's probably also as much as you can make, if not close to it, being an undrafted rookie going in and just trying to earn yourself a spot in a football right, team. Yeah. That's not even veterans minimum. That's just minimum NFL salary, yeah. which is, I believe, a little under a little over $100,000 a year. Practice squad's usually 60 to 70, I think, and then you get elevated the last four games of the year, and then you get your game checks, and it works out okay. Yay or nay, is college football too long? Do you want clock changes? That's a discussion point, and it is coming around the pike. And um, listen, I have no issue with my Saturdays being filled with about three and a half hours of college football. It is not an issue for me. I like it. I know it's a situation where baseball's got the clock going. Uh, you have advertising that is a part of this with all the TV deals, but do you want uh, more of a running clock? Do you think the the play clock uh, should be more of an NFL model where it's 40 seconds that starts immediately after the play is done versus the 25-second uh, clock you get in college football? Also, when it comes to the clock stopping after first downs, should that be a thing just... Uh, at the end of the first half and the end of the uh, the regulation part, the fourth quarter, final two minutes. What what tweaks, if any, do you want? I will say I think the biggest comparison between the clock stopping on the first down versus the clock not stopping in the NFL, that is so similar to me between college basketball and the NBA with the shot clock being six seconds longer. Mm-hmm. Because at the end of the day, now I know that you're – getting money to play college 
athletics now, but it's the difference between being a professional and being really, really good at this and being a collegiate athlete still, and you're still having to, you know, kind of fix those kinks and, and still try and run a two-minute drill to the best of your ability despite not being professional. So I don't have a problem with that. I think the biggest problem I have is something that has to do with advertising, and it's <laughs> when you have a kickoff or a commercial, a kickoff, and then another commercial. Yes. That is terrible that's that's totally awful that's totally nfl that's that's pro football where hey we'll be right back (laughs) well even the nfl's done away with that the nfl is completely done away with uh commercial break kickoff drive what they've started doing if you remember i believe this was a change from two years ago was now what they'll do is they'll go with that picture in picture you get the 30 second ad while the offense comes onto the field it works out very well college hasn't adjusted that and the TV dollars are king in college football right now, so I think they're trying to get as much money as they can. I don't see them cutting out advertisements, especially from those big noon kickoff type games. And it's not that big of an issue for me whenever Nebraska's playing. I'm willing to sit down and watch a three and a half, four hour Nebraska but game. I, and, My problem is whenever it's two teams that I don't have a vested interest in that I'm trying to watch, and I go, ah, awesome, another commercial break. Then you flip to the other game. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's it, but it's sweet. Realistically, some things I would like to see implemented that'll speed up pace of play is cut down on all the freaking reviews. Make it a, a yeah. challenge system like the NFL does. Why does the booth have to review everything mm-hmm. from every single play, even insignificant little plays? Oh, it's a five-yard gain here on first down. And, it's, a spot, uh, it's a spot discussion point. Let's, let's check if he got his two arms underneath that ball on first and 10 from your own 25-yard line. Let's, let's waste move. five minutes. And oh, while we're at it, let's throw in a commercial break while we're reviewing this play. Make it a challenge system for anything outside the final two minutes of a half. And I think you're going to speed up the play by a lot because there's going to be a lot of times where you go, you know what? We don't care. Just, just make the, the, the challenge system, the review system, it's more similar to the NFL. I think you're going to shave off some time. I don't think they're going to end up cutting any ads, but throw some more ads into halftime. Nobody cares about halftime anymore. Those those talking head type halftime shows where you have three analysts sitting in the studio talking about a game and then giving you the other games, like nobody cares about that anymore. Those are those are antiquated halftime shows in my opinion. I just like the highlights. Throw some more commercial breaks into halftime. I don't think anyone's going to lose any sleep over it. And last but not least, shorten Rick Neuheisel's airtime is what you're telling me. <laughs> <laughs> Skippy, what'd you think? Well, when I was coaching the 84 teams I coached in the Pac-12 and Big 12, we would have done this. Thank you, Rick. No, I listen, I, I like the picture-in-picture that you see with the NFL. Can I also get a, a red zone type setup see, that's what for college football wants. channel? Can I get a, a red zone type deal for college football? That would be incredible. And, it would be. I mean, you mm-hmm. have it for the NFL, but just... Give me one of the major networks that is going to just lock in and let's go from league to league to league to league, or at least the, the, the ranked squads. And you've had more and more parity outside of your top three, Georgia, Bama, Clemson, uh, and, and uh, um, Ohio State. Ohio State, thank you. Those are your four that kind of have separated the last 10 years of college football. Great. Uh, everyone else is – there's an upset or two, especially in the Big Ten. I mean, someone's got to eke one out against a team that's rolling in with three wins. That happens more times than not. Well, how does that affect, too, if that were to happen? Because, you know, the big TV deal that the Big Ten just got done, I wonder how many viewers – because if you're going to watch a Nebraska game, say Nebraska's on the same time, four other really great games are on, 
and that's on a Saturday. Somehow are you, happened. Are you, are you going to go towards that red zone thing, or are you going to go only Nebraska and then periodically check? Because I'm wondering what the viewership drop-off, say, on an NBC Big Ten game would be after a red zone thing is implemented, mm-hmm. despite them paying X amount of millions of sure. dollars. No, fair, fair take. Really fast, though, to get back to the original point here before I figure it out, I will say running clock after incomplete passes is one of the worst ideas I've ever heard. That is awful. That's not football, in my opinion. From every level of football, from essentially like 10-year-old football on, the clock stops on incomplete passes. That's how football works. If you want to let the clock run after first downs outside the final two minutes, fine by me. Okay, that's not going to change my experience that much. You don't have to change the play clock or anything like that. I think if you fix the reviews... Uh, you cut out some commercial breaks, maybe add some more to halftime, and then you're going to be running the clock after first downs outside the final two minutes. I think you're going to solve your issues here, and you don't have to deal with the dumb non-football type things, which is like running clock after an incomplete pass. That's stupid. I hate that idea. Just from a referee standpoint, too, I mean, I think more times than not, they're they're pretty on it. There's been some issues where spot of the ball's been off, or they got a call wrong, and why aren't they blowing the whistle to review it? Well, wind down to Tuesday at Hale Varsity. We're presented by Currency.